Hi, this is Yoshua Grunstein calling you from the Beth Israel Synagogue in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And today we're going to speak a little bit about tefillah, about davening. There's no question that today, in a world where we have no prophets, the most closest things to prophecy is, of course, that experience of prayer. We actually can initiate a transmission to God, and we believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God, listens to our prayers, sometimes answers us with a no, sometimes answers us with a yes, sometimes somewhere in between. And ultimately today, there's no question that, especially around the high holiday period, the prayer, the machzer, the piyut in the poems take up most of our day. And ultimately, I can't think of a better time during the year that we spend more time in the confines of the shul. But very interestingly, as we look through all these piyutim, all the poems, the beautiful davening of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the beautiful songs and tunes we use in order to express that davening, it seems all this is midgeted compared to the shofar. But interestingly, we use the shofar. With all these beautiful tunes and prayers, we actually go out of our way to blow the shofar. And where do we blow the shofar? Well, quite frankly, it seems very appropriate to blow the shofar before Musaf, as is our custom. But ultimately, we continue to blow during the Musaf service. Some shuls, like my own, blow both in the silent Amida, as well as in the repetition of the Chazin, the public Amida. And some shuls restrict it only to the public Amida. But whichever way you look at it, the Gemara says explicitly that you should blow al Seder HaBrachot. You have to blow on the order of the blessings of the Amida. In other words, we're supposed to intentionally disturb our prayer service on these high holidays, initiate a disturbance with the shofar. And this seems very out of place. It seems very out of place to our shuls in North America, which have this enormous problem of talking during the service. I'm sure many rabbis and presidents and other leaders of the congregation have had the unfortunate pleasure of stopping the service in order to ensure that a proper decorum shed during the time of the service. And ultimately, what the Gemara is telling us is that we have to go ahead and initiate the disturbance with the shofar blowing. Imagine you're praying your silent Amida, you're trying to really understand the words, and in the middle of it all, you stop at the end of Malchiot, that added bracha that we added the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, and you wait till you hear a shofar blow. You then go on, and you wait right after Zichronot, the prayer for remembrance, and you hear the shofar blow. And finally, the same thing for shofarot, the blessing that speaks about the shofar of the Mashiach and the redemption that hopefully will be forthcoming. Why do we initiate a disturbance in the midst of this beautiful prayer service? It seems that Rosh Hashanah is much more than just a personal holiday. Rosh Hashanah happens to be a day which is one of judgment for every human being out there. And it's unacceptable, especially for the Jewish nation, to have a synagogue out there that will ultimately be non-inclusive to each and every Jew that's in need of its services, whether knowingly or whether unknowingly. And therefore, I think very appropriately, the halacha is that we only blow shofar in the midst of the blessings if we daven, as the Mishnah says, bechever ir, if we daven in a congregation, in a minyan.
If you daven alone, you blow shofar and you daven. But if you daven in a shul, you have to disturb your own service. You have to disturb the public service with that shofar blowing, with that primitive sound of the ram's horn, and basically ask yourself, were we inclusive enough this year? Was this prayer service in Hebrew been a source of non-inclusiveness for our synagogue this year? Were we outreaching enough to each and every Jew out there? Were we sensitive enough to ensure that this prayer service, as ancient and as beautiful as it was, is one that welcomes people in and doesn't, God forbid, shoo them out the door. And therefore, on Rosh Hashanah, right at the onset of the Jewish year, we blow the shofar, we blow this primitive sound and disturb our service to ensure that indeed there will be a place for each and every Jew in every synagogue out there. May it be God's will that this inclusive shofar penetrate our hearts, and ultimately, we'll make the right decisions to have an inclusive, outreaching year. Have a Shana Tova.